Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is September 13th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block, which is Doctrine and Covenants, sections 102 through 107. So today we're going to talk a little bit about section 102. Now section 102 is really different than all the other sections. We're used to sections being things like question and answers, revelations from the Lord. We even have some letters in there. But this section is actually minutes from a meeting that was had among the brethren in the leadership of early church history. Orson Hyde was the scribe of this, and his name, along with Oliver Cowdery, is annotated at the very end of this section. So we know who wrote this section, and if we take a look at the history behind it, we can understand why this section was written. Now, these were the minutes from the very first High Council meeting of the church in Kirtland. It's interesting because the High Council was described in section 20, but here we see it being implemented. The High Council in the early days of the church was very different than the High Council that we have now in that it was the High Council for the entire church. It was the 12 counselors of the first presidency rather than these 12 high counselors of a stake presidency. So in that, this original high council was more like the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles than a high council that we have nowadays. But the purposes were similar. Their functions were similar. And this section is the minutes from the very first high council meeting that they had had. Now, in that high council meeting, the idea of church discipline was very present and very talked about because there were several members at that time who were apostatizing and who were spreading false doctrines and teaching things that went against the teachings of the gospel. And so they talked quite a bit about that in this first meeting. And we see that reflected here in these minutes for that meeting. So oftentimes this section is seen as kind of the standard or the basis of understanding when it comes to church discipline within the church. So as we talk about that today, please know that I am teaching from a place of love. This isn't something that I super understand because I've never been through it and I've never sat in on one, but it is something that I believe to be important and I believe to be misunderstood a little bit, both within and outside of the church. My husband has sat in on a handful of church discipline councils as a member of the high council. And one thing that he always says as he walks away is the intense love that is present in those councils, that when all parties come together with the purpose of restoring and preserving faith, then these councils really are a beautiful thing. Oftentimes, disciplinary councils get a reputation of being Just a bunch of big bad men sitting in a room waiting to throw the axe at someone. And my friends, this could not be farther from the truth. Let's remember what is the work and the glory of the Lord. It's to bring to pass the immortality and the eternal life of man. And these church councils, this church discipline was set up for the purpose of furthering God's work. These councils are not set up in order to throw the axe at anyone Rather, it's set up to help people along their course to eternal life and immortality. Several years ago in 1990, which 
feels like yesterday, but for some reason it was 31 years ago. (laughs) Elder Ballard wrote an article called A Chance to Start Over, Church Disciplinary Councils and the Restoration of Blessings. And this entire article is just incredible. And the bulk of what I talk about and say and share concerning church discipline will come from this article and these teachings of President Ballard. He starts off this article by saying, The longer I live, the more profoundly grateful I am that the Lord has given us a plan to help us grow and progress. As part of this plan, he has given guidance on how we can overcome serious error and sin. His desire is that all his children return to him, that all partake of the precious fruit of eternal life. Both the Lord and his church stand ready with open arms to welcome back all who stray. He then goes on to invite everyone back to the gospel, whether it's from church discipline, whether it's from their own choosing, whether it's from offense. He invites everyone to do whatever is necessary to come back and to partake of the blessings of the gospel. But then he says, when members need to have certain blessings withheld, the Lord's object is to teach as well as discipline. I really like that idea. That it's through this church discipline that our Father in Heaven is trying to teach us how to repent, how to come unto Christ, how to humble ourselves so that we can receive the blessings that He offers us. After all, like we already said, the purposes of these councils isn't to throw the axe at people. The handbooks of the church teaches us that the purposes of disciplinary councils are to save the souls of transgressors, protect the innocent, and safeguard the integrity of the church. Nowhere in there does it say, oh, our purpose is to exclude people. The purpose is to save the souls of those who make mistakes. And those souls can't be saved without proper repentance. And without this opportunity of church discipline to teach the transgressor what true repentance is and how to access the full scope of the atonement of Jesus Christ. And even in saying that, I recognize that I'm using kind of outdated terminology. The handbook changed the terminology disciplinary councils to church membership councils. The term disfellowshipped was changed to formal membership restrictions. And the term excommunication was changed to withdrawal of membership. And so I apologize for my mistakes on that part that I've already made, and I'll probably make again. But even in that change of terminology, we're trying to move away from this idea of this idea that these councils are for the purpose of excluding or kicking out. Rather, the purpose of these councils are for drawing people in, inviting them to the Savior and helping them make and keep covenants with him. That change in the handbook also said, As before, these councils are an expression of love, hope, and concern designed to help Latter-day Saints through their repentance process. My friends, I think that this is something that those who have felt hurt or experienced anger from these proceedings don't understand. They don't understand that this is an opportunity to experience the hope and the love of the atonement of Jesus Christ. Oftentimes, when it comes to these membership proceedings, all we hear about is angry people yelling from their social media platforms, angry people who want others to feel angry as well. This is not a repentant person using 
these membership proceedings as an opportunity to repent. Rather, it's a proud person refusing to humble themselves and recognize the counsel of the Lord to repent, to make changes, and to come unto him. And they don't understand this important teaching from President Ballard. He says church disciplinary action is not intended to be the end of the process. Rather, it is designed to be the beginning of an opportunity to return to full fellowship and to the full blessings of the church. The desired result is that the person will make whatever changes are necessary to return fully and completely to be able to receive the marvelous blessings of the church. Our Father in Heaven is pleased to restore former blessings to His sons and daughters when they have demonstrated sincere and complete repentance. We know there are many who carry heavy burdens of guilt and bitterness. To such we say, set them aside and give heed to the words of the Savior, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. We plead with you. We pray for you. We invite and welcome you with love and appreciation. My friends, it is my testimony that all of the systems that have been set up by our Father in Heaven, whether it's these membership meetings, whether it's a removal of membership, all of these things are set up with God's work and glory in mind. He established them so that He could bring to pass the immortality and the eternal life of His children because He loves us, because He desires for us to repent, to return to Him, and to feel of His exquisite love. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.